Hello, I'm Nathan. Welcome to Going Long Podcast. We start to do our preview for Week 12 games uh, with a bit of a chat about coaches. However, we went on a little bit longer than we thought we perhaps would. Uh, so what we've done is edit that out and put it into this one, which is a standalone chat just about the potential futures of some of the NFL coaches. Cheers. Uh, right, Stuart, I was looking at some news and I felt quite bad. And I know this is not normally like me because I'm quite mean, but seeing lots of talk about what coaches uh, are going to be losing their job or should be worrying about their job. Now, yeah, well, it's it's that type of time of the season, isn't it? Where it's kind of like, well, you've not done anything. We're definitely not making the playoffs. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, and it starts to be a question. Yeah, I yeah. think for certain fans as well, if you know you've not got playoffs to to look forward to then you, your mind starts drifting to next season already and and also whose fault it is and just blaming someone we need to blame someone yeah yeah start pointing the finger and things so i thought should we have a look at and see if we agree on who's most likely to lose their job and most threat and then i've got a couple of surprise ones to throw you away as well and think about because i did think um okay. well i don't know have you ever been in a position where your job's under pressure like you know some jobs have a trial period or you get told, hey, you know what, we're cutting back. Have you have you ever had that yourself? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. Have you? Yeah, I have actually. This is what kind of got me thinking about it. Of We can be really glib about sporting people and say, oh, get them the sack or they're rubbish, get them out of the team. And I remembered I went to London uh, years ago and it was a trial period. So I'd moved down there trying to find a house. It was really awkward. And it's a horrible feeling. <laughs> and I, I was trying to... Equate, I know obviously an NFL job's massively different and I can't really compare and these people have been involved in sport. But I'm sure that sensation still, it does affect everything you do because it's playing on the back of your mind. And I started to think, I wonder for some of these coaches we're going to talk about, as much as they might come out and obviously they, they present this really strong front that it's okay, they're just taking it game by game, it's not about them. How much it actually affects all of their day-to-day work and thinking the, just the very fact they're under pressure is going to maybe impact their performance, which might put them under more pressure. See what I'm getting? You know what I mean? Of this, that kind of yeah, cycle. it's just kind of a spiral. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so the first one's thinking, and it seems to be reflected in their play. Uh, Gus Bradley at the Jags. Yeah, yeah. The, he's getting talked talked about a lot at the minute. He was it was spoken about last season about this sort of time, wasn't it? Yeah, and yeah. When um, Shad Shad Khan like came out and was like, no, 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 he's he's going to be sticking around for another season. And then people were like, oh, okay, well, if he's got faith, and then it just doesn't seem to have paid off. But he did say, didn't I think the owner said as well last season that they uh, improvements needed to be made. And looking at their record, they would need to win four of their last games to make sure they improve on their record. They can't get a winning record anyway, that's gone. But to improve yeah. on last year's record, I don't fancy their chances because <laughs> these are their games left. So they need to win four of these. At Jacksonville, where they've been rubbish, Denver, Vikings, and Titans. Tough. I mean, maybe they'd get a win against the yeah, Titans. It's look not... um, they won in London and Chicago, uh, but otherwise they've not won on the road. Uh, and they've got to go to Buffalo, Houston, who at the moment have won all five of their games, and Indianapolis. I, I don't see four wins there. No, not at all. I see two maybe. So what, they're sitting at two and eight? Yeah, I can see them maybe getting yeah. two wins, two or three. I mean, they could win at the Colts, maybe. Buffalo, they could have a chance at, but not if Buffalo are going for playoffs. Tennessee, I don't see them winning four of those, though. 
No, not at all. No, I think he's gonna he's gonna have a shaky time, and yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he's the first one that we hear is, is leaving. Yeah, so what we'll do is we can start prepping for a couple of weeks of who's likely to be replacing. We'll get ahead of that. Who's going to be going to the Jags? <laughs> yeah, I wonder who who people have in mind to think, oh, okay, he's going to, is it going to be someone in-house that's going to step up or is someone going to come from further afield? You know what I'd throw my hat into the ring for early? I know I just said we're going to talk about this a couple of weeks, but just an early shout. I've just had an idea for the Jags yes. to be really good. Is You know some of those teams that seems to work well is where there's there's sort of a, a transition you have a coach in they have good stuff around and you kind of plan that succession already like we see it in all of the sports don't you where your your coach underneath it's become a coordinator then assistant coach and steps in i'm just wondering yeah. if there's not a chance for the jags who've got it seems like they've got discipline problems kind of need someone to steady it and go okay we've got some things to work of taking someone like tom coughlin who left the giants last year he's still doing some uh directorial work for nfl could go in somewhere like that, get a younger coach underneath him and just work with to settle it for a season or two. Yeah, yeah, potentially, and then try and bring someone up and get them totally ready mm. to, to coach. Mm, yeah, that, that's, that's a chance. I think what's, what's potentially likely, another, another option, is maybe they're going to look for someone who is going to be keen to be part of the transition from an NFL team based in America to an NFL team based in the UK. That wouldn't surprise me. If the, Well, they, they talk about this over time, don't they? So I think maybe potentially there's going to be someone someone who's keen for that and is willing to, to be part of that move is someone that they'd maybe go for. Is this you suggesting you're going to hand your CV into it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think if they look at my predictions, they'll know I know nothing about the NFL. So I'd be the last person they would choose. Uh, right, other coaches. I'm surprised. I've I've only seen a little bit of pressure now. I don't know if this is the case of obviously if you're in America, you're seeing the press and hearing about it a lot more. I, I'm really surprised there hasn't been a lot of talk of Jeff Fisher being under more pressure for the Rams. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I think I don't think a lot of what is going wrong is his fault. Is that okay to say? Why is it um, his fault? Like <laughs> whose fault is it? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but like it's it seems to always go. Oh well, they're not, a team isn't doing well. It must be the coach's fault. But they, you've got a lot to deal with, don't you? you can, it's not just one guy. Yeah, but he's he's the head coach and leading it. Yeah, it just it just seems odd that this is consistently an issue. I, mean, I know their defense has has been good, but it was also good last year. They've had problems with their offense. They had the same last year. Surely he's involved in some of these decisions as well of bringing in like all of those trades to get Jared Goff and then to go, you know what, we're not sure. It just seems really odd. Also, he seems like a dick. That's what I'm based on. When you watch Hard Knocks, he just seemed like a bit of a dick. I quite liked him on, on Hard Knocks. I quite liked him. Ah, but were you liking him because he's an entertaining character on a show? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, I probably wouldn't have liked him if I'd met him. <laughs> <laughs> you, if you ever watch Blackadder, they talk about who who could marry Blackadder, and they rule out one woman. They're like, why? She's met him. <laughs> yeah, He's like Jeff I get that. Do you like Jeff Fisher? Yeah, have you met him? No. Oh, okay. Jeff Fisher. Right. I'm going to throw that in. I reckon. I, you know, I think he's just going to carry on though. I don't. I think they'd have to have a disastrous end to the season. They seem locked in as if they've said this is going to be our guy. I I think he's gonna have I think he's gonna have another season, Jeff Fisher. Oh yeah, especially because it's been almost what they call a, a transition season because they're trying to look at try, uh, getting 
uh, golf ready and things like that. So they're sitting what four and six? Is that right? The Rams. Rams. Yes, four yeah. and six. Yeah. 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 So it's not overly. It's not the worst season at this point. They could still have a winning season. True. So. That, I think he'd need that to yeah, get more confidence totally in him, wouldn't he? You'd imagine he'd need, if he could get a yeah. winning season, that would improve the confidence in him next year and probably give the fans a bit more incentive. So I was thinking that's obviously going to be a big thing for them as well, is they need to get fans in that stadium. I mean, they were all not outnumbered, but the Dolphins fans were making just as much, if not more, noise at the weekend. They haven't, they've moved to a new yeah. market. A losing season isn't particularly going to help that franchise. No, not at all. No, that it's it's a difficult one, and like you say, it, it would also be good if Goff could go out and get be part of a win as well, and that would boost him because a lot of people are are saying like he got one game and everyone's like oh he's terrible oh he's the worst choice and blah blah, blah. You're like eh, it was only one game how quick can we be to judge yeah and he wasn't that bad I mean he wasn't making mistakes he certainly wasn't making mistakes like Case Keenum was making okay other other coaches under pressure. Um, the Bears have already changed head coach, tw- head coach twice in the last five years. John Fox, though, could it be a third? Um, I know they've had lots of injuries. They've got the youngest roster in the NFL League, which is now getting younger with more injuries. But he doesn't seem popular. There's, there's, there is talk of he could go. Yeah, well, it's another it's another team with a really, really bad record. But he only came in, in last year, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And... Yeah, and he took over a really, really young team as well. So, again, it's another coach trying to build something. And you need to give them time. You, you can't just expect a, an easy fix, especially not with the Bears. It's not like it's not like he's coming into a team that we're doing amazing and he's ruined them. They weren't great, and they're still not great. So there's it's not like it's changed a lot because of that. And if they just keep changing coaches, well, then what? there's nothing kind of... Um, static and constant there that they can build on. If they keep changing and changing, then you're not going to see any progress, I don't think. Yeah, surely as well. They lost Adam Gase, obviously went to Dolphins as head coach. Uh, surely just give John Fox a season with a, an actual quarterback rather than rather than Hoyer or Jay Cutler. Yeah. That's, that's got to help yeah, for true. a start. Is, yeah, is, is Cutler out again? Is that right? He is, yeah. Yeah, he'll be one of our injury ones when we get to the Bears. He's He's... Uh, day-to-day at the moment, so they're not sure. Also, you know what? The strange one with John Fox is, this could be one of those in a year's time with such a young roster. If those lads get through a season without being utterly demoralised and they keep picking up the odd win, that type of thing sometimes unites a squad of young players, doesn't it? You know when they kind of bond together and go, hey, we've gone through this and they're working. That That's a real positive. They haven't got players towards the end of the contract. They've got these young guys coming through who players out injured now suddenly have eight months to get fit, eight, nine months to get fit for next season. I'm I'm going to say an early one. If the Bears could, despite all of this, be a pretty decent prospect for next season, they're going to get a couple of good draft picks, you would have thought. Yeah, yeah, they will. Um, but it's, yeah, they're coming into a not great team, though. Like, there's not a lot of depth there at all. So you get to even three really, really strong draft picks there's still a lot of work to be done in the rest of the team to try and build them up and get them to the levels would be at. And also, it's draft picks. You never, never know. Yeah, you might get them early. They might be Jared Goff. It's not, okay. It might not work, you know? So you can't pin everything on that. It's, it's a really difficult one to call. Very true. So far, we're going, Gus Bradley's going to lose his job. 
Jeff Fisher, we think, is going to stay with his, and John Fox, we think, is going to keep his. I would say, yeah, yeah, I think John Fox will. Okay. Uh, I think it would be smart. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think it'll be a smart one. Uh, back in week three, we've got a few with us just to talk about. Uh, back in week three, I was one of many saying maybe Rex Ryan wouldn't see it past Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving this week. He he looks to have turned things round after their offensive coordinator swap. The Bills still with a bit of a playoff option. Um, he's mentioned every season since he turned up at the Bills, or every moment it seems of his career at the Bills, he's been talked about leaving. Maybe he's safe for another season? Um. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I don't, like, at one point in the season we were talking about, oh my God, look at this, what's happening, blah, blah, blah. That's kind of faded away. That d- didn't carry on, unluckily. But I still don't think they're having, they're not having a bad season at all, I don't think. So I, w- I would be surprised if, if his job is, is up for for a change. Yeah, he seems to have owners that are behind him as well. Um, other ones maybe were less clear with owners. Todd Bowles at the Jets. It seems a bit of a, an organisational mess there. As obviously, they've got renowned quarterback problems, but there also seems to be strange things going on from Ryan Fitzpatrick moaning back at the office for talking about him, then Todd Bowles coming out to come out in press conferences, and they're just not really doing very well. No, no, they've not not been doing well. There, there seems to be a lack of kind of want and aggression from from the Jets team. They don't don't seem to be going out with a lot of heat under them, and maybe that is coming from the coaching. They're not being kind of you know that classic amazing American football coaching chat that you see in films and stuff that pep talk. Maybe he just doesn't <laughs> have it. Maybe he's just he's just really bad at that, and he's just kind of like, come on guys, we gotta catch the ball and throw the ball and score with the ball. <laughs> Maybe he's just so bad at that that they're all like, God, all right, well, just let us just go out there and play and get away from you for, for an hour. <laughs> so basically said he, he, he hasn't got good speeches. He needs someone to go in and give him good speeches to give. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's a personality thing. Rather than you ability. know what it might be? Because this is his first job as a, a head coach. Um, I mean, he had sort of assistant head coach. He was interim down at Dolphins. Otherwise, this is his first year. So only his second season as a head coach. It'd be a bit of a surprise, though, do you think, if they don't give him a third one? Although, I don't know, what's kind of the cutoff? <laughs> do you say three seasons is what you should have? Two, four? Yeah, it's it's difficult because a lot of teams are going to expect different things. At least with the Jets, he wasn't going in there again, like I said earlier, with a, an amazing team and he's ruined them. He was going in with a team that weren't doing great anyway. And so, yeah, you're going to give them more time, surely, I would think. Um, but I'm not an owner of an NFL team. So I think it's... <laughs> but you should I think be. a lot of it depends on the owners. <laughs> I should be, yeah. Someone made that happen. I think a lot, a lot of it depends on the owners, obviously. They're going to... You have some people that are like, I expect results straight away. You have other people that know, okay, I'm, I'm willing to give them the time and look at other things in terms of progression, not just how many games are they winning, like the end results, but all right, are we progressing as an offense? Are we progressing as a defense and things like that? And look at it bit by bit and kind of calculate that all together. I think, yeah, a lot of that comes down to the owner. I'm going to throw a surprise one at you now. Um, oh, no, one of one, one other, one other that's maybe not surprising in terms of being talked about. Chip Kelly, who who I think a lot of people had doubts about going to the 49ers, uh, overseeing their worst losing streak in the franchise history doesn't seem under much pressure and he seems quite confident about yeah i'm gonna be here we'll turn it around yes um well it it would be surprising if they only like gave them just one season there i I think 
it's it's a difficult one because they've got a lot of people there that they are using. They've got like offense coordinators and things like that that they've been drawing up from. A lot, a lot of the time you only hear from the head coach and then little bits here and there. But we've heard a lot from the others in the organization. So I don't know how much of it is just being pinned on Chip Kelly or how much they are talking about the uh, the whole of the background staff. Does that make sense? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it is one of those sometimes it it's kind of useful if people don't talk. Sometimes you come out and say anything if you interpret it. I think just let them get on with it, get to the end of the season. Um, but it is surprising, I think, if there aren't questions asked about what's going on because it seems that it's not a happy camp. And I think there's a difference in there between not having a winning season and having a disastrous one when someone comes in. <laughs> I think that that is a big thing. You can look at some of these teams where you say, okay, that's not the greatest record. You're not looking set for playoffs. And then comparing it with that is an absolute disaster. But I wonder how much is to do with just that not many people were overly enthusiastic about Chip Kelly from the beginning. That's going to make it harder for him, I would have thought. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be difficult. Um, and my surprise one to throw at you, um, I only read about this yesterday, um, was Bruce Arians at the Cardinals. And the thinking behind this, and I can kind of see the logic, is it's been on the cards a while that the Cardinals, is this the last season for players like Carson Palmer and Larry Fitzgerald to get to a Super Bowl? They need to push it. Then that team's going to need a lot of work to reinvigorate it and get new players in. Also, it's the second kind of health issue for Bruce Arians this season. He was in hospital Monday night. They did test, released him, so it's fine. But I just wonder if if they get to the end of the season and they don't make the playoffs and it isn't looking great on the standings at the moment, they're going to have to turn it around in the second half. I just wonder whether he might say, you know what, this is the right time to just step away. I think it wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't be kind of totally out of the blue. I think it'd be a shame. Um, obviously, if it's if it's health reasons and things like that, you got to do what's what's better for you as, as a person. If he if there isn't that there and he is going to be fine and, and carry on, then I think yeah, I don't think he would step away. I think they would want him there as the person who oversees that like losing Carson Palmer and who they bring in next and things like that. I think they would want him there, but whether or not he's there, I think will almost completely be down to his health. I would say. Well, hope he's me all right. Cause he's always an entertaining figure as well. Yeah. Yeah. True. Okay. Um, I've got, I've got one to throw in at you. Yeah. Just as, a, as a, as a, maybe as a thinker. And I, I just think that you'll maybe be on the opposite side of this. Mike McCoy from the Chargers. Yeah, there was a couple of rumours a while ago about what they're doing there. Um, and I can see, it. I think if a team is, that seems to have the same problems and the inconsistency, I could totally get that of, hey, what's going on? Um, I think the one thing that was saving this year is they started the season with some really significant injuries. I mean, I know every team does, but yeah, there were really yeah. significant positions and big game-changing players that the Chargers have had issues with. I think also what will save me is that it's a really strong division they're in. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, it's not like they're they're losing in a in an easy division. Yeah, and their record still is pretty decent considering what a tough division. I mean, arguably the best division in the NFL, or certainly in the AFC, with Raiders, Chiefs, Broncos, and they're four and six and have been playing some good football. Yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah, it's it's not like they're they're a weak team or anything like that. I just feel that they are 
inconsistent and at the minute especially their defense their defense is letting in all kinds of points and things like that which is making it harder for their offense their offense aren't playing that badly but they just don't have that time Ooh, off I don't the know. Field. I, I think you'll be surprised if you watch this week the Chargers have got um, one of the best pass defenses in the league they're, they're I think the fourth fifth sixth something like that in the whole NFL on pass rush defense yeah, but they're uh, there's something like 28th in points allowed so the only the only people behind them are the Falcons, the Saints, the Browns, and the 49ers. See, that's some good to see the Falcons behind them. See, this is where sometimes I think you could, if you don't like Mike McCoy uh, and you're not a Chargers fan, you could find stats go, yeah, look, the defense isn't very good. Look, the bottom of their division. If you like it, you could then find other stats and prove it and say, ah, well, you know what? This stat shows they're really good in this area and they've won these many yeah. games. I think the one, I think the main one I would be concerned about is what we talked about a few weeks ago. If I was a Chargers fan and going there each week, which there aren't many because that's why they're leaving San Diego, would be <laughs> their regular inconsistency in fourth quarter where they've blown leads. They blew a 17-0 lead against or 17-point lead against uh, the Chiefs. I think they lost 2-3 in the fourth quarter. And that demeanour of him on the touchline where I talked before about he just looks like he's going to cry. Like, oh, I can't cope. That would be my concern. If I was a charge fan, you think, is this really the guy that's going to lead us? That would be my one thing about him, I reckon. So thank you for listening to this extra bonus episode. Um, if you haven't, you can obviously go and listen to our previews for week 12, as well as our roundup of week 11 and get in touch let us know what you think are we talking nonsense about the coaches or have we maybe missed someone uh tweet us at going long uk uh, on facebook going long podcast and the website is goinglongpodcast.com cheers <laughs>